Yo, 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 what's going on, man? It's your boy Rick Taylor back with another episode of that Rick Taylor podcast. And I'm here with a special guest today. I'm here with Naisha from Carved in Stone. What's going on with you? Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for having me. I think it's like my first in person interview in a very long time. Oh, that's dope, man. Uh, welcome to the show, first and foremost. Uh, I thank you for being here today because you didn't have to be. You could have been anywhere else, but you're here with me, Rick Taylor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Today's going to be a, like a good vibe. Uh, I like to look at my episodes as vibes more than just like uh, interviews and stuff like that. So um, we're going to tap into a lot of things today. Uh, but to start off, like, um, what do you do for the people who want to know? Yeah, um, so I'm a trained journalist. Um, that's, that's that's what I love to do: uh, writing, reporting, um, interviewing. So you know what you do. Yeah. Um, and so I take in that passion. So I have a degree in it, and I take in that passion into starting my own media company, Carved mm-hmm. in Stone. Yes, right. So we report on positive news. Um, and within the last three years, we started providing marketing services. So that's how we make money. Um, but that's a little bit about me. You know, I'm from Milwaukee, uh, love the city. Uh, just got back from living in Georgia for a year or so. Um, wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I don't like to like put my stuff out there like that. People always be in my like people always try to be in your business. Yeah, but we can talk about that later. I was, I was, right, <laughs> right, right. Um, now, now, what was it like being down in Georgia for that time you was down there? Um, absolutely loved it. Um, I will be going back hopefully before the year's up, but if not, um, sometime next year. Uh, mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. Always wanted to go to Georgia. Since I was like 16, been mm-hmm. traveling there since I was 16. And um, got me a two-bedroom apartment, had a pool, um, we had a balcony. Uh, it was it was luxury, I'm not even gonna lie. It was it was beautiful, it was my second apartment. Um, I truly miss it, I miss the people. It was amazing to just go all around the state and see black people. Right. Um, like the difference between here and Georgia is like, you know, we all in one spot. Yeah. And so everything only happens in Milwaukee. Like. Literally, everything happens in Milwaukee, yeah. but you can go to Georgia, and everywhere you go in the state, you'll see us, and you'll see activation. But if you only go a few minutes out the city, it's all farms and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I love being able to see, no matter how far I drove, it was always something to do and something to see. And I just miss the heat. I do not like being cold. Right. Um, and <laughs> i just been here for all my life, so I'm just I'm ready to live around the world. Right. Now, what made you come back? Um, without getting too personal, just uh, some uh, business things okay. I wanted to handle. Okay. Um, yeah, it was pretty much just some business things. I wanted to pay off uh, some debt. Uh, with me being a full-time entrepreneur for four years, yeah. um, people don't know how hard it is to like keep bills going. Um, and so with me moving down there, rent was a lot. So it was either you know keep uh, lose all your money or just come back and just really elevate. And so yeah. by me coming back. I've been really able to really focus on the business and really uh, focus on ourselves and our marketing and really close some deals. I just got, we got our first national client okay. um, and we also just closed our first year long contract, which is huge for a small business. So yeah, um, really, really focusing on marketing. And so yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm back, but it's not, it's not my final stop. Right. That's, that's what I'm talking about, man. Congratulations to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you're doing really good with your business and stuff like that. And then just to move from out the city and the state period, to be somewhere else and give it your all, like wherever you come back or not, that's still a big journey to me because we all know how hard it is to leave home and stuff like that. So, thank you, yeah, I appreciate that for sure. Um, now um, I'm gonna tap into uh, more of your background. Like, um, where was you born and raised? Yeah, so I'm from Milwaukee, um, uh, on the north side. You know where most of the black people is yep. from over here. Um, so born and raised on the north side. I went to Rufus King Middle School. I went to Cyber School, which is a, a school in Parkline. Uh, okay, cool. So a lot of people I'll never say that, but yeah, I went to Parkline, and it was such a change for me because I went to so I went to Lancaster. Um, which is NPS, so I think to like second grade. That school was so bad. Like literally, like it, you know, like when they said like spitballs on the ceiling. I remember that like first second grade. Swear to oh, God. Wow. So my mom took me out third grade, and I went to Central City Cyber School, and it's like a kind of like a charter school. And I remember, um, which makes a lot of sense on why they did some things the way they right. did. But I remember, right. uh, you remember taking the WKCE, like the the state test. You yeah, remember that? I believe like proficient, you. you had to get advanced and like reading and stuff. So every year we would have to take this test, and if you got proficient or advanced, no matter I think it was like no matter what grade you was in, I think like third and up, they'll take you to Six Flags. Oh, and we went wow. to Six Flags, and then if you were seventh or eighth grade, you got to spin it out of Key Lime Cove, and then the next day you go to Six Flags. <laughs> that was cool. We all had our own laptops. Um, we had all this stuff, and then we went. It wasn't rich, like like I said, it was right in Parkline, and right. then I went to King. 
and I was like, uh, what is this? Um, <laughs> uh, like we ain't had that much money, but dang, right. and we ain't got nothing. It's hot. Like it's so um I love NPS and I shout out to King, Go Generals. Yeah. Shout out King for, for Riverside. You feel, I hope y'all I hope y'all watch Yeah, you give me that vibe like you went to King. Like a lot of cool people went to King and stuff like that. And um, you know, people who's really educated and just like I don't know, it's a vibe that you can get from certain people, you know, what school they went to. And I had family that went to King, so yeah, you remind me of my family. Um now let me ask you, like, what was your childhood like growing up here? Um the good part is I, I, I had a lot of fun. So what I, I wish kids nowadays had is neighborhood friends. I had a lot yeah. of neighborhood friends. So I remember that. So that was like the coolest thing ever. See, you can hear the kids outside. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun with neighborhood kids. So like riding my bikes with them, um, walking around like the neighborhood. Um, it was really fun. I, I spent a lot of time with other people's families. So I got to learn a lot of different, it was mostly black people, but a, a lot of different like cultures when it comes to like different black people, like the Christians, Jehovah Witnesses, or um, the people that like to go out a lot, or people that, you know, families that have money. So I was able to yeah. like, experience a lot of different things. And then within my family, um, we kind of more of like an in-home family, so we do a lot of stuff like at the house. So we do a lot of barbecues, or we just like a really like close and knit family. That's good. That's really so, good. So, um, yeah, I, I just spent a lot of time like with other people's families and like friends, and so I have fun. I yeah, have fun. that's dope, man. I like that uh, you pointed out like your family was really close, and y'all did like a lot of in-home stuff, like barbecues, gatherings, and stuff like. You crazy like believe it or not you don't really hear that too much no more like families really like sticking together and hanging together and being together it's like a lot of family divided and stuff like that i don't even lie it hasn't always been perfect like growing up like we we all got into a lot we all didn't grow up with mm -hmm. me and my other two siblings and my mom like we always didn't always get along um but now that we're all older me and my sister in my 20s and my brother he's in his 30s we're all really now starting to like really get that close relationship because we were divided for a while and so i do i do think that's the thing especially within the black community um but you know that's like past traumas and yeah, all that stuff yeah. so but now it is difficult getting over your childhood traumas and stuff like that but we really intentionally have been trying to like work together and you know spend time with each other like we went to the public library not too long ago when it was free it's free on thursdays first thursdays gone only gone free days y'all save y'all money save y'all money right <laughs> <laughs> that's dope man uh I, I just love your energy like you know um you know your vibe because this next question is um um i want to we want to know who is naisha but oh, you know for me I'm about to let you explain, but to me, like, you got a vibe about yourself, like a good good energy and, like, a, a, a good person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I met you a while ago. I don't think you remember this. It was a show that you had. I think it was at the King Center. Oh, my talent show. Yeah, I've been there because I know Ray, Ray Shada was shooting. I Man, was I love that video. I watch it every year. If y'all go, sorry, if nah, go you to Carbon Stone YouTube and go look up our talent show video. Shout out to Ray Shada. That's one of my favorite Carbon Stone videos. It yeah. is so dope. Yeah, and that's where I uh, I've, I've seen you for the first time, and like I see like how you put together things and stuff like that. You had a lot of dope talent there, and just your energy. Period was just like it was like good vibes, good energy, a good person, but a boss too at the same time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was dope to me to see that, and I'm like, man, this this girl cool, this woman cool, man. So it's good to uh, you know see good people like that. So. Um, Again, the question, like, for people who want to know, who is Naisha as a person? Well, honestly, I'm 26. I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, but one thing I can say now is I'm really beginning to understand, like, the type of energy I bring. Like, I really do understand I really do light up a room. Not because I'm light-skinned, yeah. but because of my personality. <laughs> and I really do feel like I'm a good person. And it takes a lot for me to say that right now because for all of my life, I've been called, like, angry crazy um from family from friends and i do have anger issues so i actually be starting therapy um actually soon to like kind of deal with cool. kind of that That's some cool. of that stuff and but i always thought so like high school middle school always pushed to like be really nice and but what i realized that i always lit up a room and i always knew who i was ever since a young age you can even ask my mom like they'd be like go do this and i'm like no i don't want to do that because i don't feel like that's what i should do I always knew who i was but everyone around me never knew who they were so always felt attacked because they felt intimidated by me and i'm just now realizing that at 26 like a lot of the women around me or a lot of the men around me just people period friends or family felt intimidated with me because no matter who's in the room 
I'm a cuss, you know, I'm a cusser. Um, I'm gonna be me, I'm gonna dress how I wanna dress, and that's always been who I am. I've never been a person that like, I wanna wear a lot of makeup, I wanna wear a lot of weed, and that's okay, but I've always been standing on that. And I've always been standing on who I am, and throughout the years, people have told me I don't know how to dress, I'm not girly enough, I don't know how to write, but I always had the confidence in myself to be mm -hmm. like, fuck it, yeah. um, y'all not gonna tell me who I am, but it did destroy me mentally a lot, because I'm like, why don't these girls wanna be my friends? Mm -hmm. Why are these guys treating me so badly? But it was because they were all intimidated. I knew what I wanted in my life. I know exactly what my vision is for Carvish. Like, I can mm -hmm. to the T how much money I wanna make next year, all of that stuff. And so um, that I think who I am is, I'm a very great person, I'm very nice, but I don't take no shit, and I'm, yeah. I'm I'm very blunt, and I because I know my vision, I'm not gonna let anybody stop me. Not my granny, not my mom, not the person I'm talking to. Like literally no one, and I feel like that scares people. Yeah. And so, um, you said you came to my talent show, but the very first show I ever thrown, I'm not gonna name the venue. They damn near tried to fight me at my venue. Literally, I'm trying to give away money. But the lady ended up being pregnant, and I don't know why she didn't like me. Like, to this day, I don't understand why she didn't like me. I have no clue. Paid them their money, full, and they stopped my show because she didn't like me. I was doing such a great thing. We brought out, I think, like almost 100 people, first show ever thrown. Um, I think we only raised like $100 that night. Um, but I had about like 70, 80 people on my side ready to go tag like four people. And that taught me right them, like, I'm really a good person. And... A journal Center was there. They never covered the story. It was actual media there that was, they apologized to me. I'm so sorry that happened to you. It's some things I have friends that just walked out on me because of how a person was treating me, and they was like, "Well, I don't want to be your friend because you 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 with them," and that hurt oh, me. Wow. Like it was a it been a lot of things. I had a friend leave me because I talk about business too much. I met her through business. But I don't go out here and talk, but I literally, they be hurting my feelings like, but you know what? Y'all can't outwork me and y'all not better than me because I'm going to keep learning and I know I don't know everything. Yeah. And that's, and that's I know who I am. I'm confident who I am and y'all not. And that's not my problem anymore. And I used to feel like that was my problem. I used to always try to dim my light. But fuck it. Naisha Stone is a motherfucking star. Y'all going to see that. Yeah. Not to cut you off. I was going to ask you that. Like, does that, because I know you said you know who you are, but does that bother you sometimes? And does that still happen to this day? Like, people don't want to be friends because they feel threatened by you and stuff? Yes. It bothers me. And that's literally one of the reasons I'm going to therapy, because it's a type of anger holding in. Like, a friend. Swear to God, I was hanging out with this friend. We met in high school. We were always close, you know, every once in a while. But after we started messing with each other, I think like a year or two ago, and we was heavy talking to each other like every day. And then she really cut me off because of some personal things I told her. And that was like, damn. Like, and I still, I mean, I caught myself stalking her page for months. Like, why don't she want to be my friend? Like, what the fuck did I do? Like, and I was always, and I was so intentional with her because I'm like, I really want a woman friend. I really want a female friend. So I did everything to make sure, like, hey, I'm here. And I remember coming to her with this personal thing, like, I hope this don't make you stop being my friend. I remember crying and telling her that. And she broke up with me basically through a text. And I'm like, those, you don't get to talk about those type of things, like, publicly. And you're just supposed to eat that up and be yeah. like, you know what, fuck it. I'm the CEO. I'm this founder. I run this positive news company. But, like, those type of things really do affect me. But at the end of the day, like, I know who I am. And I know I didn't do anything to you. Yeah. And so I have to stand in my <clears throat> truth and be honest with myself. Like, it really did hurt me. But don't keep hurting yourself looking at her page. She didn't even ask about you. She's not even worried about you. So you kind of got to let that go. And so going through therapy right. is, like, figuring out how to let go of these things that are actually hurting me because at the end of the day, there's a lot of things I can't say about my business, but 100% we are profitable. Yeah. We are 100% profitable and to the point that every friend that I've ever had around me have gotten money from me because I've supported their side business. My friend, Jarrell McDonald has Hustler. I've wore his brand, he has two two brands. I've wore his stuff on my interviews more than I've worked hard on Stone stuff. I've literally supported, I've gotten one of my friends multiple gigs. I've paid photographers, videographers, but how many people really really support me. I've gave over $20,000 away in grants and scholarships wow. and people still overlook me. It's still people think they're better than me because they get 2,000 views on social media, but yeah. that's not my MO. I know who I am as a right. person. And so my vision, what I'm learning is, is chess, not checkers. And so y'all can get the views and all that, but I'm really sitting in a room with yeah, you American really Express. And that's and one you thing. Know what I mean? yeah. I'm sorry. And that's one thing I do notice. Like, it ain't about that with you and you really like in these rooms. Like, I see it, and I see, like, the moves you're making and stuff like that. So, a lot of people do get caught up in those, like, views and all that, and you can't get caught up in that. 
I like the fact that you talked um, about like mental health and stuff like having anger issues and stuff like that and seeking therapy. Um, that's important. And I think like, you know, it's good to see a lot of people open up and talk about that stuff. And I know it could be hard because, you know, we all got stuff about ourselves that we don't like or we need to fix. And just to hear you sit here and say what your problem was or what you like, you know, need to fix that. That means a lot. And that shows a lot of growth in you. So, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, like, like that side of you and I don't know your past, but and I'm, I'm just going to say I'm proud of you, you know, for real, because it, it, it takes Thank a lot. You. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank man. you. Because just talking about it is it's helping me heal because it was putting my ego outside and coming back to Milwaukee was one of the hardest things I've done like yeah. in a long time. And I mean, just I am angry as hell and I've been angry for a long time. Like that's healing to admit. But like just walking around with that, like, I swear it was weighing over me like. People have been really like treating me really badly, like for real, like even to the point where some of like the scholarship winners talk a little mess. Like I literally thought of the scholarship out of my head and decided every year what amount I'ma choose to try to raise. I never had a guaranteed amount. And people treat me wrong and I'm like, what? Like what is going on? All of these things I've done at like literally the bottom of my heart. And I was going broke with that scholarship. So I'ma say here, I'm stopping the CNS scholarship fund. Um, the 2022 winners are the last winners of that scholarship. We have the Travel Writing Scholarship, which is going on right now, but that's fully funded by someone else. But that original one, that's no longer here. I did not feel I was I was I didn't feel respected, and it it, it drained me every year, every year. I swear to God, I cried about this scholarship. Y'all don't know how much it takes to give away money, and the thing about like all the people that don't even care, and was just like. They'll literally rather support somebody who shaking their booty on social media yeah. than to share my flyer that say, hey, I'm trying to give someone $3,000. Do you know how hard that I would literally cry like at home? Like, why don't nobody want to mess with me? Like, what am I doing wrong? But it's like what I'm doing is so different. And people just got to catch up. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's always like that, though. Like, don't pay that no mind. And what you're doing is definitely going to always work. Stay true to yourself. That's how I look at it. Stay true to yourself. I want to ask one more question. I, I want to about the anger thing. Um, mm -hmm. now you said it came from like, did it come from like the the friendship thing, or, or was it more things deeper than that? Like, oh, it's way deeper than that. It started like childhood, like just with like definitely not ready to speak about the, speak about that stuff yet, but just like family things, um, just how like I just basically really how I interacted with my family. Um, and so I'm really, so from that, I never thought, I never worked on it. And I thought I did because I'm, I separated myself from them. So even though we still talked, you know what I mean? But because I wasn't in their face every day, I thought like I was over that stuff. But now that I'm back in their face, like it was coming back. And then when I realized too, that anger back then has came out in different ways. Like I'm aggressive. I don't take criticism well. So, and that's something one of my mentors recently had to tell me like, you want help, so you have to be receptive to that help. You don't have to accept everything, but be open to things. So that anger has come out in different ways. Like uh, when I used to meet new people, and I still have this problem. I like meeting with aggression because I just always feel people attacking me, and I don't like. And no one's attacking me no more. And so like, and maybe they were never, they never were. I don't know. And so um, I know that my childhood stuff and just digging through that, and it's some stuff that I know caused some of it, and some stuff I'm like, I probably don't even know that I know. And so that, and then. Uh, I have anxiety separation. I definitely felt left a lot from family members. It started early with that. And so I think that was a big thing of, like, why I felt so bad because I'm like, you just left me. Like, there's another person that just left me in my life. And it was cold turkey to the point where it hurt so bad that when I moved to Georgia, her birthday was in June, and she was supposed to come. And she was um, she was so scared to tell me that she didn't want to visit me while she was there. And... um. So she waited to the last minute and was like, I just don't feel comfortable coming to see you. When I say, like, I was literally, like, planning to, uh, I was actually, uh, I got some DMs from Ray Shotty. I was trying to see how much it would cost to pay for a video for her to, sh to shoot something for her. And so I was already, like, trying to spend a lot of money on her. And I was, like, hitting up her boyfriend, like, hey, what are your plans? And he was acting weird. And then I just hit her up, like, what's going on? And so, like, that, like, hurt me because, but it's just, it's not necessarily just that. But it was, like, all, oh, like, when guys have left me, when Maybe my dad had left me. So it was like, I just keep feeling like people leaving me. And so that's another feeling. So it was like, how do I just kind of feel what I'm feeling and yeah. kind of let those things go and kind of deal with those things? So my anger has been a long time coming. Mm -hmm. But now it's to the point where, Naisha, you are, uh, you're really becoming a star. And mm -hmm. I don't care what nobody says. I know that for sure. Y'all yep. going to see me everywhere globally so very soon. 
And so in order to get to that level, now you, should, you have to be ready everywhere, physically, mentally, emotionally, yeah. uh, financially. And so I'm working on all of those things, getting my credit up because being a full-time entrepreneur, I have messed up my credit. And so, um, because I was paying a lot of, getting a lot of credit cards to get equipment and stuff like that, but now I have the money to pay all those things back yeah. and to get myself out of debt. So luckily I, I have my vision, I see it clear and I know how to stop and how to scale back and how to move things around so I can keep, you know, pushing towards that vision and making sure that it happens yeah, I mean, no I'm, matter what happens in life. Yeah. I'm glad you know that because it seems like you're very smart and you know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what you want and you know what you're doing. I think that's very good of you being business savvy and just... Like I said, you got that boss mentality. I, had right? to, uh, I always had the boss mentality, but learning the business side, though, swear, like, I went to school for journalism. That's how I know journalism. Um, so I went to school for that. got trained in that. So that's what I do for business. I didn't go to business school, so I joined business programs. I joined an accelerator program and literally physically learned how are these white boys in Sil Silicon Valley getting this money. I learned that. Okay, and so how do these nonprofits get their money? Okay, how do entrepreneurs? And so I'm learning all these, like, literally, I sit there and I learn I've do I was in a year long program meeting like once a week with Northwestern Mutual through the Green Bay Packers, like literally learning. And it's what you put into it. A lot of people are really focused on just making content for social media, but I'm really focused on how do I create generational wealth and at the end of the day, I need to focus on these deals and this marketing so I can pay someone to make the content for me. I want to make enough money, so I'm sitting. I don't know if you ever, P. Diddy had an uh, interview or something. He was like, I work this hard so I can pay people to do stuff I don't want to do. I know every part of my business from the taxes to um, how much we bring in every month, how much we don't bring in every month, how much we spend in, um, who we're working with, what we need. I know all these different things. So when I do hire somebody on, you can't fuck me over. I don't know many people right now that can say that, that can run their business. Oh, sure. And I've been focusing on this for years, like the last four years I've been dedicated to just learning business. Because I didn't, I didn't start Carving Stone to be a business. But once I realized that this could be, oh, you can't stop me. Once I realized something, oh, I'm going to figure it out. I don't know everything, mm -hmm. but I'm going to figure it the yeah, hell out. That's right. And y'all not going to stop me. Y'all not going to stop me. And I do. And you got to make sure you keep it with your competition. Yeah. And always realize, though, competition isn't always a bad thing, though. You can see and you can learn from people. I see a lot of people trying to get better at their interviews. I see a lot of people trying to do... Um, make content now because of the pandemic, because of those things. But luckily enough, I seen it earlier on that I was already ahead of the game. Yeah. But I'm still watching y'all. I'm still watching people. You know, yeah. I'm learning from you. I'm learning from I'm learning from different people. But I'm also focusing on different things. It's not just about content for me. It's about how do I get to the point where I'm a fully employing black and brown journalists. How do I get to the point where I'm creating an apprenticeship? It's way bigger than me just getting some damn views. And That's I had right. to like really change my like thought process because Cardinal Stone just got two thousand followers on Instagram. We've been around for six years. I don't even want to tell you how much money we made, but let me know. Let me tell you, it's been it's more than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got you wear a lot of hats. You know what I'm saying? So even um, which was going to be my question, like with carved in stone and, and the marketing and stuff. Like, what things do you provide, like marketing wise and stuff? Like, we'll break it down with carved in stone. Okay, all okay, about. yeah. So on the marketing side, um, we pro we provide public relations. So mm -hmm. that's um, press releases. So how you communicate with journalists, being a media liaison. So sometimes people don't know how to talk to the media. So we're that we're that engager. Uh, we do interview preps. Uh, we do interviews for you. We have writing services. Then we go to marketing. And so we can do digital ad placements, uh, making sure that if you have an event or something, we know where you could put this in a newspaper or where, what online, what community this would go best in. You can put on a car in the stone because, you know, we got our podcast, a radio segment. Um, and then we also we do event activation. So we uh, we did a groundbreaking um, a few years back with a development. So we brought multiple local press to the thing. We brought three to four hundred people out to the event. We actually I moderated the event. Um, we do newsletters. We do social media um, management, videography, photography, and just even breaking down even more. Some one of our clients been Milwaukee Business Journal, Quad Graphics, um, the Peak Catalog Initiative. Um, our national, our first national client is the the public accreditation council, health council, or something like that. But they accreditate freaking hospitals and stuff, and so um, we're doing articles for them. So um, it's been amazing to really see that like a vision I really had out of freaking nothing. You know how many people told me that I can't write? How many people told me that ain't no money in this? Like real that life, they're asking yeah. me to be on my platform now to like write for me or for, to get interviewed by me or just how did you do what you do? And but you got to be humble because I don't know everything and people make mistakes. So I'm always willing to talk to people. But just remember who you who you treat badly though, yeah. for real though, because there's a lot of people that were really mean to me 
Like, y'all were really freaking mean to me. And so, but look at me now. And I hope y'all watch this because yeah. I'm a freaking star. And when I get even bigger, I want people to watch this and be like, she spoke that into existence because it's just a lot of people. It's a lot of negativity surrounded by me. So I do positive news, not just for the world, but for myself too, because I have a lot of negative, negative thoughts. So I need to rewire my brain. And so I'm kind of using my company to do that. That's dope, man. Shout out to you letting your light shine and wearing all your caps and learning the things you did. Um, a lot of people don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really you know hit the ground running you've been like invested in time not only money but time into this stuff you know what i'm saying so let me ask you like what was your inspirations behind what you do like what made you want to do what you do now um yeah so long story short because i always say the same thing and i've been trying to figure out how to say it differently but i knew i was greater than just being a reporter at some newspaper real shit yeah and i realized that even more today I got myself covered in essence. Y'all back then only saw me as somebody who was an okay writer, but I always knew all the way back then how fucking great I was. I started a resume workshop at the journalism department in UWM. I mm. literally bought Wall Street Journal to UWM. I've been doing this, and so I'm just really proud of myself. Like, yeah, I'm going to use, use this podcast talk my shit. Talk your shit. Let's um, go. You're here on Rick Taylor Podcast. Let's go. What was the question? Because I, I didn't got No, I was just saying, what was your inspiration oh, behind? Oh, my inspiration, but for real, my inspiration really was that um, I, once I fully understand what journalism was and in, in the history of like black people in our in our power and how real life journalism changes laws. Like, because once we expose something, we are the ones that's actually getting information. So no matter what, if you see the shade room or some blog, there's actually a journalist like me that actually had to do the work, that actually had to go set up the interview, that actually had to go find a source. And once this one person reported on it, now the whole world can take it and pick it apart. You know, and so once I realized that's what a journalist is, like getting information and like really getting solid information that people really can't find on them on their own. Um, I was like, oh, I know how to do something really great. But then I realized like that I was too early. People were trying to box me in. So I got the journal signal and uh, somewhere in Green Bay offered me a full time job before I graduated college. And I was like, I can't do it. Like, I can't do it. And I still wasn't making a lot of money until I'm still not making the most money, but I've been able to be good. And I know it's going to get better as I keep going. But I started Carbon Stone because, like, they tried to box me in. And on top of that, they kept talking so much shit about the black community. Like, we are so much more than our depths. We are so much more than scandals. We are so much more than the bullshit they put on us about the news. And then to be surrounded by the actual journalists and the actual um, producers, because those are the people that's green, like, what goes on broadcast, what goes in the newspapers. Once I was right next to these people and seeing you are as a human being and you specifically choosing to put this news out here, then I'll sit right with me. Right. And I'm going to speak up every time. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of just did my own thing and was just interviewing creative. So it really started with artists, musicians, painters, and just literally just just describing their art and it really wasn't an article it was kind of more of a blog and then the year end that's what I'm like but you trained in journalism like start reporting because I was still writing for a journal signal other places freelancing but I'm like why don't you do the same thing for you and then I switched right. it I'm like we're a news company we cover positive news and we didn't have watch we didn't have ad week we didn't have journal signal tmj4 we had uh, plenty of people credit us source us and i've had reporters be like if I never if you would never cover this I would never knew this and they covered that person so I know what I'm doing is dope and it's credible, um, so I just gotta keep pushing to make sure I can get it where I want it to be. That is dope. I mean, um, you seem like somebody that's always for the people or always for like the right cause and stuff. Let me ask you, just from you saying like a lot of people did you wrong and stuff like that, how do you find the energy and just the life to still be yourself and stay happy and stay like positive? <laughs> um, I'm not religious at all, but I do believe in God, and I do, I do think that. He or she, because I don't know. Sometimes I say she, mm -hmm. sometimes I say he, but I don't yeah, know. No. But um, I pray to God um, a lot privately. So I always have this one prayer. I ain't going to say it on here because it's mine. Um, but I've been praying to God, I think since I was like 11 or 12, like to myself privately. I never talk about God on interviews, articles, nothing. Mm -hmm. um, but I realized he gave me a gift that I can feel all emotions, whether I'm super happy, whether I'm super mad. But at the end of the day, like the inside of me is very bright. Like there's like a real bright light inside of me like I, I fully understand it and no matter how mad I want to be or whatever like some just be like just live and I'm still trying to get better at living but 
I don't know, like, no matter how many people do me wrong or whatever, I can just still find, like, a reason to smile. I freaking love smiling. It really makes me feel good. I and I'm just be walking around like an idiot smiling. And I'm <laughs> 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 like, what, what? Why are you looking at me like that? But I'm like, I don't know why I'm smiling. I just like smiling. But, like, it just makes me feel good. And so I just always want to feel good. And I don't always know how to because that anger, like, gets gets me a lot. But I see that I make other people, when I come in the room, I make other people happy. And that makes me feel good. So I make other people feel good. So I'm like, okay. So I'm going to keep doing this because selfishly, it makes me feel really good to see someone else smile. Or to just walk down the street and compliment a woman's hair. Or just be like, you look pretty today. That changed the whole person's life. Oh, I, I think yeah, I actually do have do. an answer to your question. Because I've been treated so badly. I try to be so nice to other people to hope that one day somebody will treat me just as nicely exactly. as someone treats me. Like... Mm. I hope that somebody just ran to be like, I'll pay for your lunch today. Because I have I went to Rocky Rococo's, I think, like last month. And then this homeless person was like, can you please just buy me a slice of pizza? They didn't ask for money. And that just stood out to me. And I'm like, fuck it. They, they legit asked for a slice of pizza. What if I literally couldn't afford a slice of pizza? And I walked up to somebody like, can I please get a slice of pizza? And they're like, bum ass. Because you know, that's how we think of people. We think of them as yeah. bums. We think they got nothing going on, but we're all human beings. And I just want other people to see me as a human as I see other people. And that's a fact because I, I do the same thing. Like, I try to be happy and try to be, like, nice all the time to people because I want to treat people how I want to be treated. And I don't try to, I don't look down on people who's homeless, who's bums, or like nothing like that. Because here's the thing that person is human too. And that person was somebody before. You don't know his situation, her Still situation. Still somebody now. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Still somebody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, that, they situation shouldn't define them. They just hit hard times. Like, and that shows you that you could be in that situation too. Yeah. And you never know you if never I have know. been or if I haven't been. Like, but that's none of y'all business. You know what I mean? Like, we just. No matter, and I think that's why I'm able to elevate um, in my career because even though a lot of people are treating me bad, I'm mm -hmm. always still sending opportunities to people. Like, if I still feel like, like, there are a few people that I've interviewed that have their own platform that have never interviewed me, and I think that's weird, but that's okay. I'm going to still send you opportunities, like, because I'm not the only one that should be at the top. But it's up to you if you really want to work. And so I just send the opportunities, but guess I what? Nope. You talk but guess <laughs> what? Guess what? None of them take the opportunities on. None of them. I send them like, here's a grant. Here's this. Here's a here. I know you say you want to meet new people. So here, join this program. They're like, how did you meet the CEO of this? I joined this program, or I literally put myself in this position where I know nobody looks like me. Nobody. Now they're saying they're not black, but they don't. They not. They not. They make way, made way more money than me. They dress different than me. But I put myself in these positions because how else am I going to get? Nobody can tell my story better than me. Nobody can sell myself better than me. And so that's why Tyler Perry puts his names on everything. You know, it's Tyler Perry behind everything. It's Oprah Winfrey behind everything. It's Naisha Stone behind everything so I have to show my face and a lot of people are scared to put themselves out there like I cold call people I just want to say uh, man I don't even know how I, can say, how I can say it but I just recently got a client and I got it because I put myself out there I said hey this is who I am we offer marketing services here are some of our clients let me know if you ever think of us three months later they like you still want to talk to us but, but yeah, that's scary you know putting yourself out there and a lot of people like we already got our own marketing team why would we need you and, you know, you get those sometimes, but you got to put yourself out there. Like, I didn't um, – what didn't I get? I didn't get something recently. Oh, I didn't get a contract. Um, it was with a it was with a, a big center here, and I didn't get a contract because I never did digital ad placement. And what that is is somebody gives you a budget, and let's say they give you $2,000. and they, Let me raise this up. Oh, my bad. And they, um, they give you $2,000. Um, they say, I got $2,000, and then um, – we need you to like spend this money to get us as many views as possible. I've never actually done that before. So when I was doing the meeting, they actually liked me as a person, but I didn't get it because that's not what they were really looking for. So instead of being mad about it, we set up a meeting and now I'm going to meet with him to learn how do I get potential deals like this one. And that's how you learn. Like you can't, you can't be mad at everybody because you don't get everything. You got to be willing to learn. And a lot of people are just too egotistic and think that, they just better and they, they don't need to learn from somebody. There's a lot of people that feel like they don't need to listen to me because they feel like maybe she not making enough or she only doing this or whatever. But if I'm willing to listen to you, why can't you listen to me? And, oh, well, you missing out because I'm always going to ask questions and I'm always learning, which is why I'm able to really elevate in different places that other people can't because I'm willing to admit I don't know it. 
I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be an attorney. So what does this term mean? I know I paid you to do this contract, but I don't know. Break this down. What, right. the, what the heck does this mean? Right. Like, you say you do photography, but why Why it look like that? I don't, I don't understand. Can you, can, you, can you teach me? So I started doing my own graphic design. I started, you know, like, there's a lot of things that I've learned on my own. Do I want to do them? No. Am I going to pay somebody? Hell yeah. But it's, it's just really being willing to learn. And right. yeah. I was so going to ask you that, too, because like you said, um, you get in them rooms and you join in these programs because I see you correct um, if I'm wrong. Um, you're a Bucks ambassador. No, shout out to Carrie. She's okay. a Bucks ambassador. Okay. Um, no, the Bucks actually they uh, they support Carbon Stone, so they gave a, they were the first people to ever give us um, a donation. So um, that was actually to the talent show. They gave That's us a two hundred dollar donation That's to the talent show. Um, the scholarship within the last two years, they've uh, done in kind donations where they're getting books, merchandise, and I've been able to raffle it off. And so we give money to put towards the scholarship, and then they gave me two grants. So uh, I won't say how much, but it was a really good amount, really, really, really good amount. And so um, they're just one of the organizations that see how hard Carbon Stone, how, how hard I am working. They just want to see more of it. So they have been financially funding me. And so recently they uh, they invited me to a Bucks game. And I got to take my nephew. So first game ever, he get to dribble basketball on the fucking floor. Right. And so like my goal is to Carbon Stone. Like, yeah, I want to be rich. Yeah, I want to do that. But. I want to give my nephew and my niece and my family opportunities that they never even imagined of. Like, the things I have actually experienced. Like, I just took a, a charter bus to Madison with, like, 50 to 60 people from around the state of Wisconsin I've never would have met in my life. And we had a blast because I joined Ford 48 where I'm trying to learn how to uh, be a better leader. It's because I'm trying to I'm trying to get a team. So how do I be a better leader? How do I not micromanage? I don't know all these things, but now I'm putting these now I'm in these rooms. Now I'm talking to, to somebody that works for the city of Milwaukee. Now I'm talking to somebody that's the CEO of this nonprofit. So now I have more positive news stories. Now people know more people know I'm marketing. And I really met some cool, dope ass people mm -hmm. because I took the chance. And a lot of people just don't want to take the chance on themselves. I'm always gonna invest in myself because y'all don't believe in me, but I know, I know I'm I know I'm there you shit. go. That's all that matters. Like once you got that confidence, you know that's all you need. Like literally, like and you speaking into existence. I see a lot of bright things in your future for you for real. Like and I'm not just talking and saying that, but you have like you wanted like the the first like you're somebody that I know that just highly invested in yourself. Like you know you're confident in everything. And that means everything, like to see that in you, like that you you really bet it all on yourself. It take a lot of it, it take a lot of crying. Just let y'all know, y'all see this whatever. But I'm sensitive, so be nice to me. <laughs> ain't, nothing, ain't nothing wrong with crying, you know what I'm saying? Um, I got a couple more questions for you. Um, okay, cool. I see you rolling loud. How was rolling loud? Oh man, amazing! I was like, how do I put it in words? It was just like. That was one of the moments where I felt like a lot of my work, because I want I want some money, right? And money, cool. I, I, money is amazing, but opportunities and actually experiencing living things is totally different. And so to be given the opportunity to be one of the many, if not only one of the mm -hmm. independent, one of the many independent, uh, few independent media companies there, journalism companies there, and getting the access that. Google got access and they got access to and I'm right here and I'm the only one and because I'm so invested in being a professional and being good at my job that I was able to kill them interviews and do research within a minute and two and be able to ask really in-depth questions and everybody else couldn't ask and it really changed how people interview me like uh this one guy what was his name Drew Drew Millie Drown, Drown Millie um he he does like rock music. And so um, I asked him, I was like, how does it feel for you to, you know, be kind of bringing back black history? And he was like, you can literally see in the video. He's like, <gasps> he was like, whoa, nobody ever asked me. They always think like, you know, this for white people. Like what? But like literally really knowing your history and knowing research that he's a rock star. You know, that's what he does. But yeah. then also knowing the history of black people did invent yeah. rock. You know, yeah, that is our thing. And then combining those to make a question that take a lot of in-depth thought and a lot of training and a lot of just being really good at what you do. It's, it's a craft to my questions when I do interviews. Honestly, I would do my interviews. I um, And I'm getting a little bit off topic. I'll get back to Rolling Loud. But, like, it, it goes to Rolling Loud, though. Like, I do my research beforehand. And I hardly ever write questions beforehand, but I, I do research and I write notes. So, okay, this person has a degree. Oh, this person just released his new song. Da, 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 and I make these notes 
and then but it's already in my head. So now I'm able to, now I'm able to already listen to you. And so Rolling Loud was amazing because I was able to really show all of the years of how I've been. I've been doing interviews every damn day for at least seven years. I don't give a fuck what nobody say writing and doing interviews every day. Whether that's through for Carbon Stone or for someone else. I have been writing every day. I'm way over ten thousand hours. I don't I don't know what they talking about with that one. <laughs> but like that really showed me that like Naisha, you cold at your craft and that made me feel so good. Like to know that I'm actually a really professional. I'm not an expert yet. There's a lot of things I can learn. But I'm a real professional and I right. stood out from the crowd from other people to the point where they like um the art like the the media liaisons that's like cooking the artists up to the media like you want another interview you want another interview you want another yeah just I, I always tell them give me two minutes though give me three minutes like let me prepare myself because it's my platform and I want to make sure I'm giving you the best me that I can and so um just knowing that no matter what you're doing like for your platform if you're not ready yet don't try to rush just to be ready for me but like make sure you good for yourself yeah. and then that, yeah. and then because I'm on your platform this your show this your shit and so I have to respect that and so um. But just know, be ready, though. I'm on your platform, so you got to be ready, too. <laughs> yeah. And so, but knowing that. Um, and so, yeah, Rolling Out was amazing. I got to see Amine right right there, right there. I seen Larry June. He got a new fan. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, I seen Future. I seen Lil Wayne. Nicki Minaj came out. Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was amazing. I can imagine because I'm like, I seen... Uh my boy Tyree was down there with you. Yeah, he Tyree can't. Yep. Shout yeah. out to Tyree. So um, like, shout dope. out to Tyree for real. Um, he been definitely. He see my vision. He's willing to work with me, and I and I appreciate that like a lot. And I know that sometimes because I have a vision like so much. Sometimes it's hard for me to listen to people, but he's able, you know, to like work with me and you know know that I'm not trying to harm him or anything like that. So like I, I really appreciate him and everyone that like that works with me because the people that work with me have been working with me for years even though I don't have an employee there are mm -hmm. videographers and writers and reporters that I've been working with for years that if I randomly need someday like I got you and I got y'all that's what I'm talking about that's dope that's so dope man shout out to you and um, Tyree man doing your stuff man it's just it feel good to see other people doing their things you mm -hmm. know um now two more questions for you this might be like the same thing but um uh, I think you told me this already too but I don't know uh, your goals and plans did you tell me that already no okay. um personally or business wise both both it, it'll, okay. it don't matter i'll start with business business wise um naisha stone will have um a headquarters carbon stone i want to own the building carbon stone's going to own the building um whether i develop it or we buy it or redevelop it um but i've been wanting this dream for like since i was 20 but the overall goal is to own a property um in Milwaukee, I won't say all the stuff that goes into it, but to have an office here, have our marketing department here, but it's not just an office. If you ever seen CNN um, in Atlanta, if not, check it out, like research it. it you'll see it's not going to be on that extreme level, or maybe it can be. Fuck that. Dream bigger. All right, there you go. Like Tyler Perry say. Um, but I'm going to fully, like, literally be a hub for media. So there are so many independent media around Milwaukee. We have a lot of reporters that come into the city, and Carmen Stone headquarters is going to be that platform that that funds journalism because if y'all don't know journalism um nobody funds us they all expect us to keep the news going now we see chance day four like people don't pay to watch chance day four people don't pay to watch seeing you know reseeing it sometimes you know depending on the news thing but mostly like, you know information is supposed to be free so my goal is to kind of figure out how to create this system where how do we start supporting our black and brown journalists and give them actually livable careers where they can actually do what they want to do um, so you know that's my overall goal is really like employing black and brown journalists specifically black women because we dope as hell mm -hmm, um, and just providing a platform and just bringing something to the city that ain't never been here so like seeing you know CNN or like Oprah got her own network like own network is going to be seeing this like we're literally going to have a channel we're going to have a radio like mm -hmm. all of that so get ready for it because we already got it we just got to keep expanding it personal wise um getting myself out of debt i have two credit cards left i want to pay off um they've been killing my credit but two i went from like eight to two so that's a really really big deal yeah, so i have yeah. two two um to pay off um i have like a furniture table i want to pay off but like really big goals though um getting my anger under control um getting myself back on my feet and then um and making myself permanently sustainable, um, making sure that I never have to live with anyone, never have to struggle with food again. Uh, if the family need money, I can be able to give them money. Yeah. Um, just becoming like, and figuring out how to consistently and constantly be happy, even when um, a lot of things can, you know, mess up my happiness because I'm, I'm quick to be like, I get a great email and then I get into it, maybe a family member or something else happened. I'm like, 
uh, and I let it ruin my day, but like figuring out, you know what, things are always going to happen. So how do I keep my happiness there? And I think Will Smith said it like we, you, nobody, you can't reach out to other people for happiness. So I can't blame my friend for me being my ex friend for me being sad. You know what I mean? I got to work on who I am. And so figuring out my happiness and, you know, staying happy and really honestly being as big as the fucking as big as I can be. I really want to be like global and people see me. But honestly, I really don't care as long as I can really take care of my family and carving the stone is big. Them Naisha Stone is in the background. I'm cool with that. I want people to come to carving the stone and when they get an article there, they blow the fuck up. And we've done that before from one person. And so, um, yeah, that's my overall goal. Be happy. Stop being so angry. Um, get this money. Uh, but actually, and be a good human being and make more women friends. So if y'all mm-hmm. see me, reach out. There you go. Not on no weird stuff, though. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I like those goals, though. I like those goals and plans. And I really think that it's going to all happen for you, you know what I'm saying? Because your energy and then you just taking a, your accountability, you're taking accountability for yourself and your actions and, you know, just trying to work on yourself. And I see how dedicated you are to your craft and to yourself and your personal goals. I see nothing but the best for you coming. <clears throat> he gotta get we gotta get an article on him so yeah there you go see? there you go um that'd be dope um now for my final question um what is next for carved in stone and miss naisha stone hmm. what's next i'm gonna speak into existence i've been kind of saying it on my podcast a little but <clears throat> i have the opportunity to um well i'm potentially potentially have the opportunity to get press credentials to essence fest so i applied for them they covered me so i feel like it gives me a little leeway mm-hmm. so i'm waiting on if i get approved or denied but if you just i don't know if y'all believe in praying i don't even know i ain't gonna say pray for me but just hope good just have happy thoughts for me yeah. um that's what i really hope is next and so that would be at the end of the june i've always wanted to go to essence festival and to have carving stone as official press Stop playing with me. Come on now. <laughs> but next, aside from that, um, oh, I can't announce yet. Nope. No, I can't announce okay. that one. Um, next, next, next. Um, working on getting a team. I know I, I feel like I announced that a little bit earlier, but I am working on how to um efficiently and sustainably get a team. Cause I like to pay people when I first did it. Um, I didn't know how to do it on a monthly by monthly basis, so I didn't know cash flow like that. Yeah. So now with me um learning from Northwestern Mutual, um getting my prices up. Um, really tuning into what we want to offer to the community. Uh, now I know what help I needed. So it's not just a writer. I don't need a writer. I need an assistant um, that can help with the marketing side. So someone who's into press releases, someone who's into public relations, someone who's know how to sales things. So I'm kind of looking for that. And then another social media intern, someone who's dedicated and who's not going to go to the competition that did happen to us and that hurt my little feelings. Oh, that hurt my little feelings, mm-hmm. y'all. Uh, but, you know, life goes on and you got to support people no matter what. Um, she did make a good impact. So just really getting a new team um, and just really focusing on myself. And remember, in the end, everything we carve stone, support us, positive news. And we always taking donations. We a for-profit, but donate to us. We independent media, that's y'all. Right, man. Y'all be on, watching man. him support. like for real. Like give him money. Like that's how I was able to really get Carmen Stone in the next few years. Like people randomly donating me two hundred dollars, fifty dollars, twenty five dollars. Like, like that's don't dope. don't don't ever be afraid to ask for money either. Uh, either though, oh, like I don't. I, I be putting that cash out. Hey, y'all want to keep seeing this news, y'all? Yeah, helping. Help me out. Yeah. Help me out. Yeah, and that's dope, man. Like I said, um, it's good to see your journey. And where it's going and where how far it came. Like I said, I know I'm I've known of you for years now. Like and just to see how you carry yourself and like how passionate you is about your craft and stuff like that. That's dope to see. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this this girl's a boss, man, for real. And she carries herself right and you really passionate about it, about yourself. And um I I can learn. I look at you like I can learn from her. I can learn a lot of things. Like you just put me on game with some stuff. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I was sitting here looking like, okay, she know a lot of stuff, like, and it's dope to see that. And I, um, I definitely wish the best for you, like on your success and your journey, mm-hmm. and hope you find your team you're looking for, that perfect, that the best team that fits you. You know what I'm saying? They want to really be representing carved in stone, Thank you. the right way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? No, no trading. You know, saying no arguing, no fighting. There's a family. You know, create a family. You know what I'm saying? That so, you said it right. Yeah, create a family. Yeah, you, know, you know, and build just like you know. Just build, you know what I'm saying? Take it far as y'all can take it. So um, that's dope to see that. Congratulations to you. Congratulations. like, And I mean that. I'm not just saying that. Congratulations to you and your business and also your self-improvement and trying to, you know, get that, 
you know, together and stuff like that. So y'all make sure y'all check out Naisha Stone, Carved in Stone. I know y'all be seeing that around. Y'all make sure y'all follow her and share her stuff and also donate to us. You know what I'm saying? We independently trying to get our stuff off the ground. And we definitely would appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? We just some people from the city trying to grind and make it. You know, that's all it is. <clears throat> but um, I want to thank you for coming up here and wanting to be on the show. You know, that <laughs> mean a lot to me. Like, um, whenever somebody want to come on the show and they watch it and hit me up, because you hit me up a while back, like, you doing your thing, keep going. And I was geeking when you wrote me. I'm like, oh, well, now you see what I'm like, I know he be doing artists, but, you know, fuck it. I'm shooting I my do, shot. I, hey, I'm I shooting my shot. And so now I've been doing it lately. Now I'm like, you know what? Because I think people are a little intimidated again, like, with bringing me on the platform yeah. just because I interview people a lot. So now I'm like, fuck it. I'm just putting my ego aside. Can I come on, y'all? Yeah, Can yeah, I come? no problem. Like, <laughs> and I was geek when you wrote me. I'm like, because, I, like I said, I knew the work you do, and I, I know what kind of important figure you are to me. And I was like... Now you should watch Just a regular human being And then once you realize That about everybody mm-hmm. You gonna elevate Cause you gonna be like You gonna treat everybody the same I don't care who you are A janitor or not Like We all the same So don't disrespect me Cause I'm, I'm gonna try That's my best right. Not to disrespect you I ain't perfect But you know That's right Working on it you know what I'm saying? It's all about, you know, helping each other with resources and just supporting each other, period, because that can get us a long way. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to thank you again because you could be anywhere else, but you were here on Rick Taylor Podcast answering these questions. You know what I'm saying? And just giving game and spreading light, you know what I'm saying? Spreading the positivity and light, you know, and sharing your story. And that meant a lot to me. So, um, like I said, I wish you the best of luck on your journey and congratulations on what you've been doing and stuff like that. Keep going. You know, don't worry about what nobody got to say about you, no negativity around you. Don't worry about why people don't want to be around you. That's all a part of God's plan. You know what I'm saying? He's going to allow people to come into your life and remove people from your life. So just always remember that. You know what I'm saying? So much love to you. Y'all make sure y'all tap into Carving Stone and Naisha Stone. Artists and business people, business owners, anybody who want to come on the platform, just hit me, man. It ain't just for artists. It's for everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's why I made the platform. So Y'all definitely see more content coming. Make sure y'all uh, check us out. Let the people know where they can find you at. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Carving the Stone. Let me spell it out for y'all. So, it's C-A-R-V-D-N, like Naisha, and then Stone. Carved in Stone. Like, you carving something yeah. in stone. And then, so, make it super easy for y'all at Carving the Stone on everything. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Make, y'all know, make sure to subscribe um, to our YouTube channel, to our actual newsletter on our website, carvedinstone.com. Remember that we are a news media company, so we cover positive news. We're actual journalists, so, you know, put us up there with the CNNs and with the USA Today is because that is what we're working for, and they have already been seeing us. So, um, if y'all looking for a, a fresher breath air when it comes to news, come over to Carving the Stone. And we also got marketing. And so, yeah. Yeah, I know what it is, man. Rick Taylor Entertainment, Carving Stone, we out.